Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. All right, back into a topics worthy of discussion. I wanted to veer over to public health concerns or considerations. And I'm going to start with you, Adrian Batra. When you've got the Toronto Public Health Board becoming the first in Canada to officially call for Canadian government, the Canadian government to legalize, legalize all drugs and spend more on treatment and harm reduction because, as they suggest, it's a public health issue rather than a criminal one. Joe Mahavik is saying, you know, this is an important first step. Let's get the national conversation going. Agree or disagree? Well, I would say one thing. Um, I do agree with the portion of the, the treatment of the harm reduction and, and, and more investments need to go there. But let's face it, John, most of what that comes out of the Toronto Board of Health is more politics than it is medicine at this point. I mean, two out of the 11 board members actually have any semblance of a medical background to have any moral authority to be speaking with respect to what the reality is, is of, of what's going on in our culture and in our society. I think um, one of the one of the lines that they use in this report is that, you know, vast majority of Torontonians would agree that the approach that we're taking is not working. Well, yeah, I mean, you could take that and say 50, you know, either way, 50 percent agree with you, 50 percent don't agree with you. So I don't think that this will go over well. I don't think that uh, a vast majority of uh, Torontonians, let alone Canadians in general, would think that uh, all legalization of drugs is the right way to go. What we need to do is is continue with, with uh, what uh, the provincial government has said, that they're going to invest billions of dollars in mental health addi- um, issues. With that, And part of that comes, comes addictions issues. But also, uh, let's also talk about the role of what the city should be doing. Is the city even responsible for health care? It shouldn't be. That's not one of their jurisdictions. They dabbled their fingers into that for the last too many years and have not done a very good job of it. But here's where we find ourselves. I don't think that this report will be overwhelmingly um, championed. And I think that most people will sort of look at it and say, you guys are crazy if you're talking about legalizing all types of drugs because we have all these other issues, these protracted issues that we haven't even dealt with. All right, Mike Van Solen, uh, when Eileen Davila, who Mm -hmm. is the uh, public officer of health there, says this is uh, something we ought to treat just like alcohol. And therefore, as a health issue rather than a criminal one, I mean, it leads to a, the specter of maybe people shooting up heroin on a patio. Yeah, I you mean, I, we have that specter today. To see, I, you look, I'm more open to it than some might suggest. Um, at least your criminalization, uh, you know, I, I accept the argument that you know, particularly look south of the border, and to some extent here, uh, let's not be conceited about it. The war on drugs is, uh, has, has not been an overwhelming success. I think we need to digest and get through the uh, legalization of marijuana first as a country. Uh, we're seeing we're seeing how tricky it is to actually implement uh, th- these type of policy ideas. I'm not supportive of the idea, certainly, of going right to full legalization. But you know, if you, if you look at the Portugal model, uh, the decriminalization of, of uh, personal amounts for personal use, um, I'm open to that conversation. I, I think we we probably have to get through the marijuana piece first. All right. I know we've touched on this before, and you winced when I said doing heroin on a, a patio, but if she's going to liken it to alcohol. Listen, Gord, don't get ex- excited here. Uh, I know you're big on harm reduction, so this is the area that they're planning, I guess, that's being proposed. But, I mean, 
so no interdiction whatsoever. You think just open season cocaine, heroin? No, any- I don't think I don't think that's what anyone's arguing for, John. I think what people are are realizing is that an awful lot of harms, not just to drug users, I'll come back to that, but to the public in general, has to do with the criminalization of possession of small amounts for personal use. Small amounts, yeah. key, key and, and and that's been and that's been what's been discussed at the Board of Health, uh, which you know to just deal with something Adrian said. The advice to the medic- the Board of Health does come from medical professions. It's what the medical profession around the world uh, talks about as an evidence-based approach to drug use, and it universally comes down in saying the things we can do to decriminalize, to make the uh, to bring in harm reduction programs benefits not just keeping people alive, but also makes neighborhoods safer. Uh, a large part of what happens when you criminalize holding a small amount is the amount of crime that happens within the drug world. Uh, people not having a safe, safe place to do their drugs, not having uh, a safe place to hold, hold their stash, uh, leads to an awful lot of violent crime, and it leads to an awful lot of theft. Well, it's been, boy, Sue Ann Levy writing in your own mm-hmm. paper there, uh, Adrian, has pointed out the scourge of certain neighborhoods now because of these. Well, and Sue Ann has gone and into these neighborhoods and gone around and looked at what's actually happening with many of these decisions that, you know, may be sort of popular in the zeitgeist at the time, which which is the discussion that we're having right now. But... Talk to the people that actually have to enforce this stuff. Have a conversation with those communities and those neighborhoods that are dealing with all sorts of so the, just well, just so let's talk to the people who have to enforce that, that stuff. The Toronto Police Service supported really putting having in having to deal with this sites. on the face to face level. This is not working for them. And let's be honest here: the Toronto Border Health once again um, has overstepped. They're they're going beyond this whole notion of nanny statism. They want to be relevant. They want to feel like they are part of the conversation. This is not something that is going to fly. And if you want to have a conversation, Councillor Perks, about whether or not you want to talk about what the legal amount of someone is to walk around with heroin, you're going to have a larger problem on your hands than even having a discussion with me on radio right now. I, I know that it's a hard conversation. I absolutely understand that it's a hard so conversation. So you think it's okay for in people just walking around with heroin? And, in 2016, yeah, okay. 3,000 Canadians died from opioid overdoses. In 2017, 4,000 Canadians died. The yes, number this year is going to be even bigger. Reality. There is a health crisis in North America from opioids in the drug supply. Of course it does, but that we doesn't come from you know, whether or not it. We as taxpayers need to say to say, say to them, oh, you need a safe place to be able to do this. This is ta- We're talking about a larger discussion about what's happening within the pharmaceutical industry, whatever is happening in the medical industry with either overprescriptions or an, an abuse of right. it. That's and as Mike said, about. it's probably time for us to start to have that conversation outside of a war on drugs lens and to start being thinking, oh my God, if anything else was killing thousands of Canadians, we would be taking it a lot more seriously than this. <laughs> Well, is there still room for interdiction? I mean, uh, yeah, there's an opioid crisis, but somebody's pushing this stuff. Yeah, and and we have to That's be looking into that. And we have to, So Libby Davis, who used to work on this issue, and she represented the area in Vancouver that had the, the first safe injection site, said it used to put it this way. We have four pillars of a drug treatment strategy. There's, there's enforcement, that's police, there's harm reduction, there's prevention, and there's treatment, Right. But if you look at the actual funding, you've got a tree trunk and three toothpicks. We spend a fortune on enforcing uh, drug laws. What we don't do is to really think, like Portugal and others have, shouldn't we maybe be investing equally on the other sides? And I want to acknowledge, Adrian, you and I agree about the treatment piece. Mm -hmm. I would go further with harm reduction than you would. Let's come back. Uh, Still another 
health issue. It has to do with sex and health education in the schools, and the conservatives getting some heat for uh, their position that they staked out last week. Lisa Thompson, the new education minister, came out with a statement earlier today. I'll run it by the panel, get their take on that. More topics worthy of discussion in a moment on The Oakley Show. Global News Radio, 640 Toronto.